Hello there, this is Rachel Hanker and welcome to the Living Fearlessly podcast. Hello, today I'm really excited to have Sharlia Stevens, who is the virtual coach from sharliastevens.com. Hello, Sharlia. Thanks for joining me today. Hi, Rachel. Glad to be here. Fantastic. So it's no exaggeration when I say that Sharlia is one of my absolutely favorite people. Um, I'm really, really so blessed to to know her and to, we've been friends now for a couple of years and um, she's just wonderful. And what I'd like to, to talk to you today about, Sharlia, is the impact that living fit you know the understanding that I call living fearlessly the same principles that you work from um and that you know through them we kind of became friends I'd really like to to know what the impact's been for you in you know specifically in your business but also of course um you know the kind of ripple effect in your life so I thought we'd just have a a kind of chilled conversation about about how that's unfolding for you and what's happening with you yeah I love to have that conversation yeah brilliant so um in terms of business now um we but we have a similar background that we were we're kind of marketing business coaches a lot of structure a lot of um order and we we help people um you know build their businesses online so we we do come from that very similar background what has changed for you in in the way you do your business um Mm -hmm. in the past couple of years would you say yeah so, well, I, to, to answer that question, maybe I can compare it to other people who maybe are coming from another, from a similar understanding that, that we are and coming from the same space. So what I was observing out there is that when people have this understanding, they were doing something before, like a marketing coach or a business coach like I was doing, they would tend to just th- throw that business out like the, what is it, the the baby out with the bathwater kind of thing and be like, that's not relevant anymore. And now I'm only going to teach this new understanding completely. And what I did was before it's just either, either the judgment of it's not good, it's not relevant, it's, it's not helpful uh, kind of a thing. And then they would go off and, and, you know, do, do their coaching from that space. That did not happen to me. That did not occur to me. That didn't make sense to me personally. Um, because number one, I have a long year career in marketing. So before I ever um, started my own business, um, almost 10 years ago now, I was 14 years before that in, in online marketing. And um, it didn't make sense to throw that out. And, and also because I I really, really enjoy, I really enjoy parts of that, let's say knowledge and understanding. And, and, and whenever I look at marketing and business, I also kind of see it as there being principles in their own way in that specific area. And you and I have had conversations about this in, in Los Angeles um, when we were there for some studies that we were doing, um, which is just like basic principles like if no one hears about you, they can't book you. I mean, that's just the basic principle of marketing. And so this new understanding, like what you call living fearlessly, it didn't negate that, that principle. These new principles didn't negate those old principles. So what, what made sense to me was to combine them. And so I started to add in the new understanding and kind of kind of with this the following twist the idea that if 
my clients have some basic principle understandings of business and marketing and they have the principles of understanding people and how we how how we're built how we think how we react and and how life works and if we put those together that we're going to have something really rich and amazing and in fact adding that 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 living fearlessly kind of way of thinking into my coaching really has changed my business in in such a way that my clients are getting just not only better results and, and, and they're just having a more wonderful life in general. So that's the way that I, that's how I changed my business. Does that answer your question? Yeah. yeah. And I love, I love, um, <coughs> I love the way that you, you've seen that because I think we've both seen through knowing a lot of people who get very impacted by this understanding, the, the variety of ways that shows up. You, you have people who, um, you know, completely change track. Uh, not even doing the same business anymore and then you have people like me that um have kind of stayed in the in the same industry so i still do business coaching but i approach it from a different way now i'm not not so focused on all the stuff that i used to be focused on um and then and then like you you know the flavor of it for you yeah. it, it makes perfect sense to integrate it and yeah and I think it's wonderful I, I think it's that's what it's about isn't it it's about us seeing what makes sense for us in the moment, not having to do it a certain way. Exactly. There being absolutely no rules at all and just really showing up, feeling inside yourself, I mean, like what, what makes sense for me at the moment? And who knows if that same thing is going to make sense a year from now, but not even being concerned with that, not even judging that at all. Just saying like, right now this makes sense and this is like the direction that I want to go in. Yeah. Yeah, because um, the thing I've noticed with my clients is that just because we, <coughs> excuse me, just because we have an understanding that that's kind of depot of how how humans work, doesn't mean that people don't come to us with the same problems, right? Yeah. <laughs> which are, which might be, as you say, um, you know, I'm not getting in front of enough people. People aren't seeing me. I need I need more visibility. Um, so the way I see it is it just gives us, gives us that really solid ground to do all that on. Yeah. And, and that's funny that you say that because I, I say this all the time and I really believe this. It just so happens that my expertise falls in the area of marketing. That's just like how my path unfolded. Um, I was actually on a path to become a mathematics teacher in a small town in Tennessee. You know, like I ended up uh, doing, you know, being an online marketing expert in Germany, like totally crazy. And that, that expertise, all I understand, all I see it as is it's, it's a meeting point for connection. And just like um, a nutrition coach, well, the meeting point is nutrition. A marketing coach, the meeting point is marketing. Like whatever it is that you do in your business that's your meeting point where you, you meet with your clients. And that thing that you're talking about, I always see it as all that it really is. It's just a reason to have a connection. And it's a reason to, it's a reason to be able to look at things as human beings. And it doesn't really matter what that expertise is. Yeah. It's just the human connection that, that's important. I don't know if that made any sense what I just said, but that seems very clear to me. <laughs> And um, 
I think if there's ever an area where people have a lot of, as we say in, in, in our line of work, um, thinking, people have a yeah. lot of busy thinking <coughs> that causes them stress uh, and, you know, almost burnout, I think, in, in some cases. Yeah. It, it is in the, the area of marketing, right? Because people can get so, so confused, so concerned, so worried, so bent out of shape, what, to the point yes. where they forget what their expertise is and what their business even was about because yes. they had to become almost marketing gurus. Um, so it seems to me that's such a gift. Um, certainly in my work, I see that just being able to help people settle down enough so that all of that crazy idea they have about what they need to do and who they need to become to be successful kind of drops away to the point where it's so much clearer oh okay so i need to do a webinar oh okay so i need to write yeah. oh okay <laughs> maybe i'll write a book yeah Absolutely, Rachel. And I, I just saw this so clearly last week again. I, I was um, asked to come and do a keynote speech at this conference called the Inspicon in Bonn in, uh, in Germany. Yeah. And there were 160 people there, all like online, um, or let's say, let's say um, service professionals, coaches, trainers, consultants who are either doing online marketing or have an online business or are transitioning into that area. And it's all about sustainable online business. And at the end of those two days, not just through what I had to say and share about this understanding, but also the wisdom that was everywhere, all over the place, what I could start to see was, yes, people had a lot of thinking, tons and tons of thinking um, about what they should be doing, what they're not yet doing, where the gap is, and all this craziness. And in, the, in these two days, they were able to settle down because um, a lot of the people who were speaking and holding the sessions are a few more years down the road and they've kind of seen for themselves, like they, they see through all this thinking yeah. and they see through to the fact that each of us has an inner GPS guidance system at any moment and it's all about following that in your business and in your marketing. And then you start, what I started to see was over those two days, like how that thinking was just falling away. And once that was gone and people were settled down, it was like, they're actually marketing geniuses, you know, like suddenly they're there and they, they have very much clarity about what their step, next step could be to connect with a potential client. And it's different from person to person to person to person. Yeah. I love that. I, th I think that's, that's the thing that before I, you know, kind of was introduced to the, the way mine works and on a deeper level to anything that I'd read before or done before, I, I spent a lot of time trying to help people find their right way. I had, I had that awareness that yeah. everyone has their own right way, not their own right way, even that, that makes it even more complicated, but their own way, their own natural way. Yeah. And... I could see how people got, you know, they really kind of stopped themselves by getting into the, oh, I should be, I should be doing it like Jane. I should be doing it like X guru says. I and then ending up doing nothing or doing so much that nothing was working because they don't really know what they're doing. Um, so I think for me, the biggest gift in this understanding in terms of business is 
really feeling equipped to help people see they are equipped yeah to follow their own path which you you were highlighting there as you know we like to call that the inner guidance system or you know our intuitive wisdom or you know even our gut right yeah you know people talk about in business a lot um it's like giving them permission isn't it to go with their inspiration and and have fun with it Yes, yes. And that was something that came out of that event. Like, um, do you know how sometimes you go to a big event and if people, if they, if they really get touched and moved by, by what's going on there, if they really see something, they start to get excited about it and they wanted to share that. So they were like doing these blog parades and they were creating videos and podcasts and they were basically sharing like what they had seen during these two days. And one of the words that I heard the, the most was the word permission getting permission from somebody else that you can follow your own intuition, um, giving yourself permission to stop doing things that you don't enjoy, giving your own self permission to stop thinking so much about or worrying so much about this or that. I mean, it was all this entire theme of permission all over the place and, and giving it to themselves or feeling like they had gotten it from someone else that they spoke to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's such a, such a basic kind of all my work now. I just, I feel like I keep saying it over and over and writing it over and over. But like you say, it's it's amazing actually how many people don't give themselves permission to do what they want. Yeah. Even though they started their own business. Yeah. They they're kind of they got their own business, but then they operate it as if it's not their own business. Yeah. Yeah, and that's because it takes courage, and it's it's one of the most courageous things you can do. And I started to see this recently. I went to I went to, went to meet with Sylvia, a, a common friend of ours, yeah. and I flew to Vienna, and I think it was in February, and we started just having this really interesting conversation. And what I realized was. I had been spoon fed this idea in business that we have to play big right? And that playing big means setting yourself big goals um, for your income, big goals for your list building, big goals for how you're going to serve the world, like big, 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 big this and that. Yeah. And I had already started to question that a long time ago. I, was, I started to ask myself like, but wait a minute, what, why is big better? Why can't little be great? Why can't working with one person be just as powerful and impactful as working with a thousand people? You know, like who says, you know, so I'd already started to question this playing big thing. Yeah. And at the end of those two or three days with Sylvia, I had this insight, which was, oh my gosh, playing big for me is literally giving myself the full permission to do what I want. And and not getting all up in my head about that other type of playing big that other people were telling me to do. But then I realized the reason that I call that playing big is it takes so much courage. Like, let me give you an example. Um, one of our mentors always talks about um, letting, letting life unfold and let's use it in a business context. So imagine you gave yourself permission to do, to do what you wanted and to let it unfold naturally. So like you said, like the natural, not the right way, but the natural way that it's unfolding. Yes. So imagine that means you're not sitting down and writing like this business plan and this is your goal to make this amount of money and you're not reverse engineering everything, yeah. but you're literally just waking up in the morning for this week and being like, 
right at this moment, I don't have a marketing strategy. At this moment, I don't, I don't have a business strategy. And playing big for me is this idea of saying, wow, be courageous and, and, and sit there without a plan and trust 100% that it is going to unfold exactly the right way for you and in your life. That's going to lead you to ultimate growth and ultimate fulfillment, right? But when you're sitting there without a plan, <laughs> that takes courage. When you're, when you're sitting there asking yourself, should I sit down and learn the next marketing funnel or should I just relax, which is what I want to do at the moment, that takes an enormous amount of courage. So, yeah. Yeah. So that, that's fascinating. I love that because that's, to me, the essence of what I call living fearlessly. That is really what inspired me to create this brand, make the website, write the books. That, that is really like the essence of it because I've had this fascination with this whole, I should do it this way, but I want to do it that way. Going back and forth between it for years and finally saying, sod it, I'm going to do exactly what I want and whatever happens is going to be perfect. Um, so what, I'd, what I can point to that I've seen in that, in that situation is that I don't think anymore it takes courage. That's mm. that. I think it. I think it might feel like it takes courage because mm. it's so unfamiliar. Yeah. But actually, it's it's like there's nothing to do, right? There's, it's not like it's, it's all in the words, and I I don't mean. Yeah. To so here, here, so people listening to like what we're not saying. You need to kind of like feel the fear and do it anyway. No, no, no. It's slipping away. Yeah. Yeah. So let me, let me, let me re, let me reframe that. So let me say, let me tell you what I mean by courage. So in my mind's eye, it, it, it's absolutely about the unfamiliar and it's about in the beginning, it's about not having a reference experience. So what that means to me is the first, the first couple of times where I went through it and I, like I resisted the urge to make a strategy or a funnel or a thing, right? that felt courageous because I didn't know what was going to happen. I was going completely into the unknown and I didn't know if I was going to be carried and lifted up or if I was going to fall flat on my face. Right. And then you do it and you realize, Oh, I get lifted up. And then the next time you do it, it feels courageous because you still don't know, is it going to happen through the second time in a row and you do it and you get lifted up and you, you get that reference experience and there, there begins to develop this trust in in this way of of living and that's what i that's what i mean by by courage does that make any sense absolutely i mean it's, it's all this wording around yeah fear, isn't that yeah, yeah. People have. and um that's probably my number one challenge in living fearlessly is helping people understand that we've already got it it's like it's a stripping away it's not something we need to do to bolster ourselves it's just we're so used to thinking that it needs to be hard. Yeah. We need to woman up. You know, it's going to take a lot of work. And so, so often happens there. And as I've seen so much in my own work and in my clients' results, it's often, it, it just happens so much easier when we let it. Like one of the chapters in, in the new book about stress-free productivity is just let it be easy. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
but no no i i mean i love that it's having i suppose my equivalent for that would be the trust yeah trusting that we don't we've got stabilizers they're inbuilt yeah like you say lifting us up it's lifting us up and and i think i mean tell me if i'm wrong but you're not saying don't use a marketing funnel right you're not saying don't ever make a strategy or are you what? no i'm i'm not saying that at all i'm saying what i what i'm seeing not what i'm saying what i'm seeing is that our inner wisdom will let us know exactly the right time if we need a strategy and what it should look like our, our inner inner wisdom will tell us if we need a funnel and if so what it should look like um but that is not the default to have either of those two things and I think that that's uh, the difference to before because I can't, you know, I was a strategic, I was the strategy director in one of uh, Germany's leading online agencies. You know, we, we won creative awards every year at Cannes and it was all about creating a strategy and we're going to follow it. And because we have that strategy, we're going to get here and here and there with our clients campaign goals, for example, and just saying, yeah, strat strategies can be useful and sometimes they make sense. And other times they don't, but not using that as sort of like, I always have to have that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a kind of, um, it reminds me a little bit of thinking you need to have a, a, a drink before you go into a party. Because you won't quite be on. Yeah. Have it. it's, it's I think that's a UK thing, Rachel. <laughs> we don't have that in the UK. Yeah. <laughs> Although, hold on, Germany. Germany's Germany's a big drinking market, right? Oh, it is, but we don't drink before a party. That would be that would be unheard of. I think that's a UK thing. <laughs> um, so it, it's it's all an illusion that we need this kind of oh, you know, I think of that with the plants. I've got my plant, and and now I just think, hold on, matey, you are the plan. You are the strategy. It's like it's. Yeah. It's all like you said before, it's, it's all useful until it's not. Exactly. Exactly. So it's, it's basically, so this is so hard to talk about. It's so abstract, but I'm going to try. I had this conversation last week because my clients were coming to coachings and I was hearing a lot. They were saying things to me like, Shalia, I have a lot on my plate and I don't feel like I have enough time to get the things done in the day. We're back to productivity, right? Yeah. Um, they were coming to me and saying, well, I think I need more structure in my business. And you know that I'm the structure queen. I, I was telling them last week um, that whenever I was a little child, I would get into the summer break and not even halfway through, I would start bothering my mother to take me to please get some paper and folders and pencils because I wanted to structure everything, get ready for school like way in advance. That's just what I like. I, I enjoy it. I'm not, I'm not dissimilar. Exactly. I'm so fascinated with the, the finding freedom, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they, they were saying they wanted this. And so we, we were on this group call and they said, well, Shelley, can we do something like a, an online workshop or something? And I said, sure, we can, we can do that. And then, so I had it set up. It was called structures, systems, and support, which is like out of, really, out of the old way of thinking. <laughs> Up. Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. And then I was, I was at a real dilemma because I thought, what am I going to do? Because like today, the way I see this is like, it's, it's different. It's totally different. So I, <laughs> I was trying to, to be like, okay, yes, here's some things that I, that I do, some things that I enjoy from time batching to whatever kinds of planning or systems that we have in place. 
but I'm not anymore under the illusion that if those things fell away tomorrow, I would be okay and I would be just as successful. It's not like I need them. They're not a crutch like they used to be. That was the word I was looking for before. Yeah. Crutch. Yeah. So tell us, so what did you tell them? So which one do you want to hear? The inside out stuff or the outside in stuff? Tell us whatever came through. It's that's fascinating. I think that's a big thing for, for people who are listening to this in business and starting to, to get this understanding and wondering how it works in the, in the real world. Well, I can tell you one of the first things that I said, and, and that seemed to be the most impactful over the whole day. So I could have probably stopped the workshop after the first 10 minutes, <laughs> which was... <laughs> which was the idea that usually the reason that we want to have structures and systems and supports in place, one of the, the main ego-driven motivations is because we want to go higher, faster, further in our business, right? So we think if I've got the team in place, then I can focus on my core competencies and they can do more work than I could have done by myself. So it's all about doing more, more, more. And the reason wanting to do more, more, more with your team is because you want to make more, more, more money and whatever. So just the realization that that's probably the core motivation that why, like why anybody's wanting that. So yeah, yeah. For the, for the, how do you call it in English? I don't even know. We call it Hura Schneller Weiter in German. I don't know the translation. One of the things I've been teaching a lot about or coaching from a lot and, and writing about a lot is how I find that high achievers really get caught up in the idea that their self-worth is in their achievement yeah so that's kind of what you're pointing to right yes you know yes that they have to have all these things and then they'll be then they'll be good enough then they'll be a high achiever then they'll be so so it's an endless um, striving and, and kind of it is a total endless striving and I and I was I was definitely I'm definitely used to belong to the high achieving group for sure like the overachievers and I wouldn't even say that my self-worth was tied to it so much as I just didn't even question why I was doing it I was just running fast and I didn't even know why I didn't even have I just was doing it to be doing it because other people do it and it's just sort of this thing I got into and it became a habit kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And there, I guess there was, was some part of me thinking, well, when I reached that, then I was working for a future, right? So I was saying, if I do this now, and if I do it really productively and efficiently, then in the future, this is going to happen, right? Yeah. And I was always doing that. I was always looking into the future and I, and I was just going faster and faster and faster. And through Nicola Bird, um, also an, um, you know a person who we've mentored with in the past. Hi, Nicola, if you're hearing this today. She actually does say, doesn't she? Um, my job is only to um, tap someone on the shoulder and tell them, "Hey, you're running in the wrong direction." Yeah, and that probably pretty fast, right? Yeah, and I was talking with her about this, and and she recommended a book to me called "Slowing Down to the Speed of Life." I don't know if you've read it. It's just brilliant. But I didn't even have to read the book. Just the title in and of itself was enough to wake me up to the fact yeah. that I'm just running fast in the wrong direction for, for no obvious reason. And what I was talking last week, especially in the beginning to my participants, was like, slow down to the speed of life. So what does that even mean? It means like, like if you're going the same pace as life, that means you have time to look someone in the eyes 
see them, be seen by them, have a connection to look at nature, see a flower. It's like that proverbial smell the flower, smell the roses kind of thing. And you're in the here and now. So why, and once I realized this, like when I'm slowing down to the speed of life and if I'm in my now business, like I like to call it my now business, why would anything that I'm doing now that makes me unhappy make any sense at all? Like why it just doesn't make any sense. So I just started feeling less and less need to structure and systematize and support myself the more I slowed down to the speed of life. That's so beautiful. I'm I'm really happy that you brought that up. And, and, you know, those listening in now, like between Charlie and I now, there's a really lovely feeling. Mm. And this is what we're talking about. There's Mm. this understanding that settles you down. You know that you're okay now. It's not about where you're going to be in a year because you, you know we're here now um and and that's what the gift of this is it's you know i call it the blissful feeling it's it, i think it's the power of now it, it, you know it's it's incredible yeah um, how when we do slow down and that doesn't mean we're not getting loads done that's the wonderful thing about it we can get so much done like you know me with my productivity yeah um it's all about that because we get so much more done when we're settled and calm. Yep. We can see what's really happening. We can see what really needs doing. Yep. Now, what you're pointing to, I think, and I'm so happy we're having this conversation because it's so on point for people in business, um, is that having all those structures and all of that in place, not to say you shouldn't have structures, you can have whatever makes sense to you, but when we're putting them in place because we're insecure, yeah, because we think they're going to save us, we think they're going to provide us this this solid ground. That's not where the solid ground is. That's no. not where the fearlessness is, right? No, it's not. Absolutely. And and I think that was the biggest insight last week for most of the people is like, what is your starting point? Like, if you're slowed, if you're if you're in the recognition of slowing down to the speed of life and, and having that now business. And from that space, you look and see, okay, what structure supports and, and you know, systems do I need? That's a whole different starting point than if you're in this sped up, um, needy, insecure, um, running in, in the wrong direction fast as you can for no reason or trying to, trying to catch up with some self-worth. Like the things that you create from there are just going to have a different quality than from the other starting points. Yeah. It's the clarity, yeah, and the insight. Like you've mentioned about yeah. having insights. Like this is something that you know. I used to, I used to have insights, but I didn't understand how it worked. I didn't realize they were reliable. I didn't realize yeah. I could always have them. Yeah, slow down enough to even notice them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So this has been so wonderful, Shalia. I think this is a, a great place to to wrap up. Yeah. Is there anything you'd like to just kind of leave us with before um, we invite listeners to, you know, visit your website and see about your wonderful work? Oh, that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, my website is in German. If you can speak German and you want to have a <laughs> have a look by, my website is shelliastevens.com. And um, even if you can't read, you can just see my picture and the clients that I work with. You're welcome to visit. You do a lot of lovely stuff online. Definitely. 
Yeah. So is, is there anything you'd like to kind of wrap up with? Any last, um, you know, any final thought or? You know, I, I was thinking today, I was taking my dog for a walk and I was, I was reflecting on the conversation we were going to have, you know, like saying like, what, like Rachel's going to ask me, like, how has this understanding influenced my business, you know? And really I was thinking on the walk, there's not one area that it hasn't touched in my business in my life. And really we could have a three day conversation and I could tell you in massive detail, all the other places that, you know, it, it, it affects things and it makes more impact on other people and all that. Um, yeah, it, it just changed my life. It changed everything. It changed absolutely everything. So I'll leave you with that. I mean, it sounds crazy and open-ended, but it just maybe, maybe, maybe the idea it's worthwhile to continue this conversation with yourself, with others, keep listening in. Yeah. yeah it's wonderful and very similar to my, my own experience. And, and um, maybe we'll have you back again, Shelley. I know we like to do things together, so I'm sure we'll be happy. You can invite me anytime. I'll come any day you, you call me, Rachel. Wonderful. So yes, charliestevens.com. Thank you so much, Charlie, for coming on today. And um, that's um, a wrap for today. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the Living Fearlessly podcast. To begin your own Living Fearlessly journey, download your free Living Fearlessly kit at www.livingfearlessly.co.uk forward slash gift.